When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. (laughs) Greetings, all you wonderful Charger Chat listeners. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Dunk, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. Hey, buddy. How are you? Doing good. And let's not forget Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Hey, guys, we didn't... (laughs) We didn't address the fact that Kevin didn't <laughs> before the episode when we start recording. Something bad's gonna happen. Oh dear, Juju is not right right I now. I kind of, I kind of feeling it now. Now that we talked about it, I'm kind of feeling you it. Got here. some flip. <laughs> yeah, Let you kind of missed on not, what you I'm normally not... do before we start recording. You clear your throat. You get ready. You got to put your best throat forward. And um, I didn't do that. So, oh no, no, that's all I'm thinking about. You suck. <laughs> Well, that's fine. Well, I'll, I'll I'll do some magical editing. There you go. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right, gang. Well, uh, hey, guess what? We get to talk about a schedule finally, um, and uh, we've got some other great things to talk about. But first and foremost, big news, folks. This is something that we shoot off the fireworks. Get the sirens going. We got one. <laughs> Uh, we are now the official podcast for the Die Hard Bolt Club. Boom, 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 Let's boom, Let's go. Oh, this dude, I'm awesome. so excited. So cool. It's just so cool because like, the reason we started this podcast aligns perfectly with what the Die Hard Bolt Club is. Yeah. Dude, growth, you know, we're just, making new we're just friends, trying to, all of that. Yeah, bring people together in, in the unity that is being a Charger fan. Big time. So we are going to bring you more interviews from Die Hard Bolt Club members and help highlight some awesome stuff that uh, that the Die Hard Bolt Club is up to. So uh, keep keep an eye out. But yes, Die Hard Bolt Club official podcast, Charger Chat. So excited! Oh, oh my god, such an honor. Um, all right, a uh, quick shout out to uh, one of our former fan focuses, uh, sirs, uh, Terrell Cooper. 
Happy Terrell. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday for all of us to you. To you. We you wish it was our birthday. Uh, was our birthday so we could party too. Hey. <laughs> you were no, doing a different good, version. Guys. I didn't I haven't heard of. I was going to try to come up with something like specifically charged chat, but that's fine. Uh, oh, no, no. Was, you, was, Kevin went full Chevys. No, I went I full went. generic. <laughs> full generic. Full sombrero on the head. Chevys. Yeah. I was going to whip out my improvness, but I couldn't uh I blew it. I'm sorry. No, you didn't blow it. I was I totally cockwalked you on the improv charger chat birthday <laughs> so we can charge her too hey oh that's better it's already no. better um all right well let's let's talk about this schedule first first of all first of all first of all i know first. you too you saw the video and you're like it's anime who gives a shit <laughs> as a my, no, my first thought was joey bosa is gonna love this oh, oh yeah yes. exactly exactly yes. that's what i thought too it was like but not just Joey Bosa. I think there's a lot of players oh, oh, yeah, that yeah, do yeah. enjoy anime. That was the first come so to mind. That, that was, was the just first like, one that came to my mind. I'm watching this going like, get the f*** out of here. Like They <laughs> actually animated all these things, referenced multiple animes, and referenced multiple Easter eggs throughout the entire league. Yeah. I know we're a little late to the party on this one, so a lot of places have already kind of pointed out a lot of the Easter eggs, but... Manischewitz, they they are so goddamn funny. They are so, <laughs> so good. good. They are so on the nose. Um, they they broke the internet for a while there. Like that, that was, was that became thing. a it became not not just a football thing. It became a trending thing. Yeah. And now you're seeing people like I've never watched football before, and I love but anime. I, I guess I'll be a Charger <laughs> yeah. fan. Like yeah. what the the outreach this one video did. It is like Exploded. so impressive and so yeah, but cool the amount see. of work that was like and they Oof. full sent. Yeah, like this is a full send. Can you imagine proposing the idea? Look, I get it. We're a football team, but we're gonna make this whole thing anime. Like yeah. <laughs> imagine the pitch, and they're like, Oh, I guess. And it's also gonna take us like four months to put this thing together. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a lot Crazy. of manpower into a, a, a schedule release. But like Kevin said, it broke the internet. I did yeah. you guys watch any of the other like schedule releases for some of the other teams? Pretty no. weak. Oh man. Like some of them were like, holy shit, like that's it. Like that's what you did. Like, I think it was the 49ers did this like really dramatic, like sepia toned, like film showing different locations. And that was their way of like it was so dramatic. It was like, eh. And then you watch like the Denver Broncos did this like weird comedy skit with Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson. It was like whenever they include a coach and gives a give a coach lines, it's not going to fucking work. It's so embarrassing and cringy to watch. It was very cringy. And and Dallas Cowboys, I will say the Detroit Lions did a pretty good job, but it was just it was long. And same thing, uh, Carolina Panthers. Did you watch the Carolina Panthers one? I didn't see that one. That no. one is pretty pretty awesome. That It's like a continuous shot of a guy in the 90s, and he's like got his like, disc man, and it's just all these cool 90 references of like going in his home and playing video games and watching TV and getting on the internet and stuff. That was really well done, but it didn't break the internet like the Chargers did. No, I'll no, I'll tell you that no. right now. Um, and part of that has to do with some of these... Some screenshots i mean i i let's just jump right into it but what's your favorite one first i mean the jaguars one is just, <laughs> the urban meyer in the that bar was too oh, good. that's a shot fired like but you got to think about it this way though the shots that were fired in this video 
we oh, need well to win these games. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. we need to win these games. Yes. It's Especially this one. Yes. The Urban Meyer one's pretty bad. The Urban oh, Meyer good. one is so tasty. The Cleveland Browns <laughs> one, obviously, that one is the Bosa, <laughs> The Bosa Bear Showdown the, one. The Bosa that Brothers. Great. I, that was one of my favorite. Just like, it's not funny or anything. It's just like, no, it's not okay, the idea of that is be an so epic game. awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, the Atlanta Falcons one. The Waffle House one. Well, the twenty eight percent off. Yeah, twenty eight three waffle or more. That was like, oh man. Yeah. Um, I like that. What was that? The the week fourteen versus the Dolphins, and it's just Herbert riding a dolphin. Yeah, just riding a dolphin. It's just a very unenthused dolphin, but a dolphin. Yeah, not not thrilled. Um, the the Colts one was pretty damn funny too. The carousel of quarterbacks. Like, yeah, McAfee did like a full breakdown of this video after oh, yeah. this. Yeah, it was that was really good. <laughs> and the and the Denver Broncos with the stadium on fire. I, like I don't get the 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 Browns redacted on advice of our lawyers. What what's that? I, I think it has to do with the Deshaun Watson business and lawyers. And, and I, I just saw this the the language at the bottom that I guess it's in is it Japanese. I'm going to say Japanese. Yeah. Japanese. It says the, the Browns are boring in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, okay. Yeah. Right, agreed. Yeah. yeah. And the lawyerness that's happening with them and all that bullshit. It makes total sense. Yeah. So you're clear. It is. Yeah. I think uh, it's just so freaking. I've watched it. I swear to God, I watch it like 30 times. And I'm like, the song is stuck in my head. I'm going to have to like find a way to download the song. Cause that's the one thing I actually haven't seen. We've seen, that the the one guy that's that animated the whole thing, but I don't know who did the music. I need to figure that out. So if you know who did the music, put it down in the comments, please, and thank you. Um, but looking at the actual schedule itself uh, for the regular season, um, five primetime games as it stands right now, potentially called, six. We called it. We called it five. Yeah, I've, I thought it felt, would be more. Did you? You were disappointed. Uh, I'm I'm disappointed about the home games. We have three away games, and they put us. At Indianapolis seems like a lost opportunity there. Like not a For huge a market. Time, yeah. Yeah. Come on. At Indy. Yeah. Um, and then we are at the 49ers. I get the Chiefs. Arrowhead's an awesome stadium. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty cool crowd. Um, but yeah, we I don't get, know. I just I we get to we be the home, home team versus the Rams, though, which is on pretty New Year's sweet. Day, which is yeah, pretty New Year's dude, Day. That's not that's not though. Like, that's a W for the Rams. One of their eight away games is at home. That's let, like that's pretty. I see your logic. I see players. your logic. I I rate. I double down and raise you. It's going to be covered in Charger logos <laughs> and look bolty. Okay. Okay. I get. It. I agree. It'll be cool to have Charger stuff everywhere, but for the players getting to be at home all week and not have to travel and that's just kind of a cush away game mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. Uh, I like the bye week being kind of smack dab in the middle. That yep. was pretty. That was pretty I was lucky. Talking- I was talking to my brother-in-law, Tyler. He's a Bears fan. Their bye week is like week 14 or something Ooh, like that. that I'm like, holy crap, dude. That's I mean, insane. maybe that helps them finish strong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if they are alive by then. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so so five primetime games as it stands. The the Denver game at the, the final game of the season may or may not get flexed. Hard to say. It's still kind of up in the air, but um, I think that game's going to mean something. I think we're going to get to week 18. They're going to see that and be like, it's going to mean something to somebody. Prob- probably going to have to put this on something, honestly. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Yeah. So good to see what, all the teams. What games, what games do you think? What game do you have circled that you're excited to watch? 
I mean, obviously the home opener again yeah. against the Raiders. That's the Raiders. huge. Outside yeah. of divisional games, because we play them all twice a year. Home um, I want that Texans game, and I want to beat them by four gajillion points. Yeah, the Texans one needs to be God. a bit of a retribution. I want the That's, Dolphins. I, this this rivalry too, bullshit yeah. they put with Tua and Herbert, like for the last two years. I'm just yeah. I want to see a home game. Herbert just like not just win convincingly, but just be just visually the best quarterback in that game. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah, really want to see fun. that. Yeah, it'll be fun to see our matchup too with Tyreek, the receivers they got down there with Waddle and Tyreek against our defensive, our secondary. That'll mm-hmm. be that'll be a fun matchup. Yeah. And, yeah, in that San Francisco game with Bosa against Bosa, that's just going to be, I think that's just going to be a fun game to and watch. And 49ers are good, man. Their defense is yeah. so good. So they were that, in that's the NFC be Championship a, last year. Yep. Yeah, and then what was that? I was listening to uh, the Chargers podcast. And they were talking about that one. And it was all about, like, the, they beat the Packers. They only let them, you know, and they scored 13 points to beat that team. Yeah, so, very true. So, you know, that's, this isn't an easy roster. You actually start to look at this and see where things are going. This isn't going to be easy, but Mm-mm. we can do it. We oh, we can this. absolutely do it. Yeah, I think with the way that the Chargers have bolstered up their defense, there's every game here is an absolute shot. Even that Ram oh, game, yeah. that Ram game is going to be tough, especially at the end of the year. Like, and not just like getting it out of yeah. the way, like the second to last game. Yeah. Ooh, who doggy? That, that'll be a tough game, but it'll be fun. All of these games are going to be rocking. I cannot wait. Um, and if you can't wait to check out our awesome website. <laughs> I nice would try. highly recommend you go to chargerchat. You don't have to. You know, you don't I have just to. Recommend it. I mean, I'm yeah. not. I'm not forcing you. I'm just saying, if you're if you're into that kind of thing, go to chargerchat.com. Check out some of the sweet stuff we've got. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, and stickers, and we've got a member section where you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteers and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. All right, I can't believe I didn't tease this at the beginning. Yeah, uh, we blew it. We absolutely <laughs> blew this. <laughs> we were so schedule focused. I I forgot to tease this, folks. This is so special. This is yet another Charger player, but this is his second go around, his second lap. If he, you will, he enjoyed it so much he came he back. He came back came for on seconds, back. folks. The one and only Austin freaking Eckler. Eckler. Let's all let's all give a little guitar solo to get him in. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we have the man himself, Austin Eckler. What is going on, Eck? Hey, what's good, Kevin? How you doing, man? Good, brother. Good. I'm so excited to have you back on. And, you know, a lot's happened since we talked to you last year. A lot has happened. Um, but before we get into all that stuff, like, you know, how has your offseason been so far? Offseason has been uh, it's been good. You know, people say offseason, but for me, it's not really an offseason. Yeah, we don't play football anymore, but I have so many other things going on um, that it pretty much picks up the slack. But that's that's the way I like to live. I like to have like pressure from my life, that things that rely on me. To be like, hey, you got to you got to do these things, right? That's why I fit so well in the NFL. But it's been great, man. Just chipping away. That's awesome. We've been you've been doing so much stuff. Following you on Instagram has been so much fun, and you just started your own podcast, The Experience, which is a yeah. choice name, by the way. Very good. <laughs> uh, how, how's that? How's that going? Uh, yeah, man. So 
Yeah, the experience uh, show just started, um, just did the first episode, really just trying to get perspectives from other people just like this, right? Um, but talking about mindset, talking about drive and passions, um, just really, like I said, getting to the to the root of people. Um, and so we yeah, had episode one, and uh, we're going to continue to do it every, every week. We'll have one episode coming out, so we'll see how it goes, uh, especially when the season starts. It'll get a little tight, but... I think we'll still be able to pull it off, but I'm excited for it. That's badass, man. Um, and then I also wanted to ask you, you post all the time on Instagram, the uh, fan-controlled football. That is literally yeah. like so much fun. <laughs> so what's going on with that? And like, you know, that's just so much fun to watch. Yeah, man. Fan-controlled football is, it's, if you don't know out there, it's a league where fans control who you draft as far as your team, which is every week. Um, and then you get to keep a player every week until your team's built out. It's seven on seven football. And then when it comes to the games, you get to call the offensive plays, right? And then it goes, so you call in the chat. It's live on Twitch. It's like a poll, basically. The chat's polled. You get two options for pass or run. Um, you choose them. It goes down to the quarterback. They call the play in the huddle, and then they go run that play. And so I am on the, the stars. That's my team, um, the SB stars. And we are three and one right now. We're leading our division. There's two divisions. So uh, yeah, keep that going. You know, I'm bringing this this knowledge of football into our team and into our community. Uh, but yeah, so we play on Saturdays. If you're trying to check that out, it's at Fan Control Football. Yeah, on Twitch. You'd need to because I I watched the last one and it was just too much fun, man. It's like real, oh, real like Madden. Yeah. It's crazy. It really is. It really is. And especially if you want to jump in my uh, chat too, because I'm getting into it. I'm super hyped. Like I'm in there, like, you know, like I care about these, these guys, right. I'm texting these guys before the game. Uh, I've been out there live to see them and meet them all. So it's, it's pretty cool just to be a part of that community. Yeah. That's so cool. That you guys are doing that. And then, you know, I want to pick your brain on, you know, charger stuff, crazy off season. I've, you know, as being a fan for as long as I have, I've never seen anything quite like what Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley did this year. What do you, and especially yeah. like, you know, the defense, um, what are your thoughts on kind of what we've done so far this off season? Yeah, I think, you know, I think we're in a unique situation. Um, where we don't have to pay Jay Herb $60 million a year yet. <laughs> That's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, I think we're uh, seeing what Tom's trying to do and take advantage of that. So it's like, hey, let's let's spread some of this money around. Let's get some veterans in. I think Coach Daly's had a big part in that as well. Um, just of the people that he's brought in, he's played with and played against too and scouted and really likes how they play. Um, so when you see these, these older guys, right, it's a lot of older guys, people that have been around to come in to help out and fill up some of these gaps that we felt we had, and, and especially the defense in the run game has been a big emphasis for us this off season. Um, if it, it makes you feel good, like it, like I get excited thinking like there's so much potential. I feel like every year there's potential. Like last year we had a good team last yeah. year. We could have, we could have definitely made a playoff run. Uh, we didn't play consistent enough. So that's what happens when you don't play consistent in the NFL. But now we have another opportunity to do that. Um, so that's that's all you can ask for. Uh, you know, at the very beginning of the season is, hey, we got a chance. And guess what? That's what we do. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, you know, it's the Staley, we call, we're, we call it the Staley effect. But there's this seems to be like there's something going on. It's not just like the culture changing, but like people want to get on the bus. It seems like some of these free agents might have came because of the impact he's, he's he has on this team and, and everything absolutely well i mean i mean it comes with a paycheck behind it too right like, sure yeah, that helps a little bit it helps in. a little bit you know you know but uh um, no coach daily as far as his methodology of, of coaching it's really about diet like he's so smart like i was gonna say dissecting like everything so like analytically like he's just like 
giving examples like his team meetings i'm super like everyone's so alert in his team meetings because he's like throwing up film from us and like comparing it to other people he's diving into the psychology of of what we're doing on fourth down and how we go for all the time and like he's showing us that he has faith in us and all this so just like i'm always just like okay like i'm what's the show today like it's honestly like a little production and he can just do it like that's just who he is right because that's how he's how he's been coaching and how he's built himself up i understand why he's a head coach just the way he carries himself and his knowledge of the game and how he actually presents that to you in a way that's actually entertaining that you can actually relate to um and i mean as a coach what else do you want besides someone that you can relate to and can relate to you um by the way they present themselves and that's knowledgeable about the game and has high passion for it like He's everything you could want in a head coach, like like that. He's the guy, um, and we're in beautiful, you know, Southern California uh, in our practice facility, so not a bad place to play. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and then you know, some of the players were talking about you know the second year. It's it's kind of a big deal getting into a second year of the using the same scheme more than once. So, and some of the defensive players yeah. would be like, all right, I'm not just learning the terminology now. I'm like able to like get in and understand the finer details. What's that like for you on offense? And what do you think that's going to do for us this year? Yeah, no, it's big. It's big in a lot of different ways. Um, allows us to build some chemistry, you know, over a couple of years, even though a lot of the team is different. Like we have a lot of new faces coming in, so it, it still kind of resets in a way. But you still have a, a core group of guys that understand what, you know, Joe Lombardi is trying to do or what we're trying to do on defense with what Coach Staley is trying to do. Um, and so that just helps you, like, understand what's expected. Um, and when you have that, the relationship between head coach and player body becomes tighter and the offensive coordinators, things like that. But then it also puts pressure on you. Like, Hey, now there's really, now there's one less excuse. Like before you could have been like, okay, it was year number one. Oh, you know, we're, we're feeling each other out. We didn't make the playoffs. Now there's no excuse. Uh, I would, I would, I would have said there's no excuse last year. We had the talent, like we have the talent this year, but like now you got to take that one off the table. You're not, your first time anymore so puts pressure on us which i mean we'll take all the pressure we can get that's that's why we thrive in this this environment uh well anyway that's why i do because i love the pressure like put it on me uh, but yeah so it's gonna show like hey there's no excuse coach like for us not to be making the playoff run this year um as far as right now on paper it's really good obviously injuries and things happen during the season that ch- can change things but for right now looking good that's awesome. And then, you know, the draft just happened and it was so awesome seeing you up there on, you know, the first night and and announcing the Thursday football with our our boy James. Um, that was yeah. super rad. And then and literally the idea, undrafted guy is now on this. It's even you said it. It was just like, you know, I didn't get drafted, but I'm up here now. Like the idea of that is so cool. And I think it's so powerful to like kind of check yourself and remember that like, it doesn't matter when you get drafted. It's about what you do with the opportunity and like seeing you do yeah, that man. was so rad. Like we, we love that as fans. Yeah. The, you know, the more I start talking to people that have had some success and the people not even that had like success, that's like on an NFL stage that just success is like measured in different ways. Right. But to me, success is like, Hey, do you feel like you're on the right path pushing towards something that you care about? Right. And when I talk to people like that, it's like, that's what it comes back to. It's not always like the end product, but it's, it's the journey. Right. And so my journey of just continuing to chip away and get me to a place where it's like, yeah, not a lot of people get to experience the stage up here. Uh, it's pretty special. And, uh, you know, I just, I just really capture those moments. Uh, and I remember that for, for my entire life, you know, when I was up on, on stage and, you know, 2021 calling out draft picks and <laughs> yeah. announcing games right yeah so 
special. That's awesome. And then, you know, the, the draft itself, like it was kind of interesting, you know, the Chargers going with Isaiah Spiller and adding some other guys and, you know, the undrafted guys to the running back room. There's a there's a healthy group of running backs. What what are you excited for, like Isaiah? Because I know there's still competition, like Larry's back there and, you know, we still, and, and Kelly's still back there. So like, what what is your thought yeah. on the running back room and what we could do this year? Man, I, I told these guys, um, I told Joshua and or JK, we call him Joshua Kelly. And then I told Le- uh, Larry, um, we call him tree. Uh, I told him, I was like, look guys, like what coach was talking about, don't like, like, don't relax. It's going to be competitive. I was like, guys, I, whoever's, whoever's last on this depth chart, that was me. Cause we're going to, we're going to have six running backs in the room. That's what we had in my rookie year. And I was number six on the depth chart. And so I was like, you, no one could be relaxed. And I was like, I know all of you are coming from my job and I understand that and it's my, it's my job to defend my job and, and be here and be like, okay, no, I definitely deserve, but I still need y'all to earn, but don't sleep on these guys coming in. Um, that's, that's the mindset of the room, right? It's super competitive, right? That's, that's the NFL. It's the ultimate competitive sport. Um, from an individual standpoint and then a team standpoint. Uh, so I'm hoping these guys, whoever, I don't care. Somebody needs to earn some reps though. Somebody, somebody needs to step up, up, step up and earn some reps, man. Cause, uh, you know, I, I think that's how it was for me coming in where it was like, you know what, like when we put Austin in good things happen. And I, I need, I need to see more of that consistently from, uh, these guys coming in this year. Um. So looking forward to the to the opportunity. It's gonna be good. Yeah, we're excited to see it. And you know, the other thing too, you know, the the prep for the season, you're you're absolutely killing it with what all your stuff you're doing, all the crazy videos you're posting. What's your prep for the season like? Um, you know, getting ready because we still have a little bit before you have to like really get get to the you know camp and stuff. Yeah. So I'm not at OTAs. Um, I'm still at my place, uh, in my little off season place. But for me, it's, it's a ramp up. Right. And that's, that's the reason I'm not at OTAs because I, I have so much going on and really sure. I could go like run around on the field and do their drills, but it's like, or I could just do that in my hour and a half that I can get it done. And now I can go do all the other things. Um, I definitely miss out. Like there's pros and cons to all of it. Like the camaraderie being around the guys, like, like I definitely missed that, but Hey, I'm going to be with these guys for the next seven months when we start. Going, yeah. You're so. going to get sick of each other. We'll, we'll have a lot of time where, <laughs> where we get to hang out and just can throw me some option routes and things like that. Uh, but for me, it really starts out in a slow progression as far as building my weight back up as far as strength um, with really like minimal field work. And now I'm in a phase where I am on the field twice a week. Um, and so it starts to slowly ramp up until we get to um, OTAs where it's, three, four days of field work, you know, running routes, catching balls from quarterbacks, things like that. But you just don't want to peak too early. And as a young guy, you really don't have a chance because you have to make a team, which comes from pro day and, you know, combine training. So you got to be in peak shape then. And those guys have to hold it all the way through the end of the season. Right. So, and so for us, the guys that are already on the team, we can build up to training camp, which is about two months later. So that's two months later of, of our body not being in peak physical condition, which takes a lot to actually keep up sure. um, that I can save on myself and save on my body because the cuts start to add up over time. So that's my routine. It's a slow ramp up to being in peak shape coming into uh, training camp. Awesome. And then, you know, the last thing for you, you know, expectations, expectations are high right now as Charger yeah. fans. There's just so much excitement for what the season's going to be. What are your expectations? Right. What are your goals? What do you want to accomplish? Yeah. For, I mean, for, as a team, uh, it comes down to consistency, man. Like we were just too inconsistent. We had playmakers. We had all of the pieces that we needed to make a playoff run. Like we're there, but it was just too many drop balls, right? Couldn't stop the run. Like it's just too many, just too many, just things that 
are uncharacteristic of uh, a team that's going to make a playoff. And that's why we didn't make a playoff run uh, because too, too many inconsistencies. And that's what football is. That's what this entire game is. What makes somebody good? It might not be that they're the most, the best playmaker. Like if me, if you watch my highlights, sure, I have some plays in there, but it's, it's cause I do the fundamentals the right way, right? I'm efficient, right? I'm not losing yardage. I rarely have negative plays cause I'm hitting the holes, right? I'm getting in the right spot. I'm not dragging people and running through people like Jonathan Taylor, who's incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Just running through people like Derek Henry, but I'm efficient. I get the ball. I'm hitting the right spot. It comes down to efficiency. So consistency, that's what I want to see all around get better. And what does that take? It comes down to what I just said, fundamentals. It's not even anything crazy. It's no secret. That's what it comes down to. Blocking, tackling, breaking blocks, um, breaking tackles. Like that's what it comes down to. And so for myself, I'm always wanting to build on what I did last year. So last year, pretty good run. Um, but I feel like I, I still could build, like I still have inconsistencies. Um, obviously no, 20 touchdowns. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, I, was so. I, was, yeah I was about to say that's, that's pretty solid, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good one, but it just comes down to me. Let's say, all right. Like for me, I never set out to know if I was going to be in the NFL or not. I didn't really know. I just kind of fell into it and I continued to push towards it. Once I had the opportunity, the door, the door opened. And so I don't really know how far I can go. Do I feel like I can get a pro bowl? I don't know. Uh, for, for me, I'm just focused on building on what I did the year before, which is getting around my teammates, being more consistent, making more plays. So that's what I got for this year. Awesome, man. Well, we're so excited for it. And we can't tell you how much we appreciate your time coming on. I know you're a busy guy. So thank you so much, Austin. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. Well, hey, we'll check back in next year. We'll see what we'll see where we're at. We'll run it back, baby. Let's run it back. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Awesome. Sounds good. Have a good one, man. You too. Let's run it back, baby. Eckler, he's the man. <laughs> he's the fastest he in the land. There you go. That's all. I was looking for some help. Oh, oh man, awesome. That'd be great if next year when he comes back on, he's a Super Bowl champion. He could just hold up his ring. Oh yeah. yes. Show it off, baby. Um, I, I'm still flabbergasted that he's not. He, he hasn't been in the Pro Bowl. Like he what should. The f- he scored 20 touchdowns last year. He scored year. 20. F- he should have been in the Pro Bowl. I know it's unreal. Still, still dealing with the undrafted, like no hype around Austin Eckler. I don't. Think, but but there is like there in is. all of fantasy football, which is majority of football watchers now play fantasy football. Yes. Eck is a top five running back, like Easily. no doubt. He scores so much, he can catch the ball so well. So I just I don't understand why he's not getting that that yeah, the Pro Bowl not I don't I don't understand. It's coming it. this year. It's gonna happen. I really feel it. Yeah. Um and, and I love uh you know the the pushing the other guys on on the um the competition to to be the yeah. number two. Like obviously, yes, like we we desperately need that, but instilling it in the guy whoever is number six on the chart like hey man that was me and he's almost living a cinderella story right now if we can if we can get him that ring it'll it'll be done well that yes that's that's the crazy part it's like you can't you can't be comfortable if you're the number three guy on the depth chart no nor should that number that number (laughs) six guy that they brought in what five six years ago now is the franchise running back so it's like that six guy that we have on the depth chart right now might take your spot uh, that's what's that's what's kind of crazy about the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. It's like maybe I guess football in general, all the way down to the high school level. Like these are my teammates. I want I want the best for them, but I want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm gonna come take your spot. And there's that that, but that competitive edge is so good to keep people sharp and on point. You know, right. that's why you bring in six running backs so that 
no one can be comfortable. You might keep two undrafted guys if they just play better than everybody else. Absolutely. So that'll yeah. be a fun position to watch in camp for sure. Big time. Um, Austin, again, dude, I can't thank you enough. You, yeah. you coming on this show means the world to us. Um, you're you just, don't get a whole lot out of it. So thank you for coming. No, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're not paying Austin Heckler, believe when it or you're not. Right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just, uh, it, it, you know, when three dopey guys that just kind of wanted to talk about chargers, all of a sudden get Austin freaking Eckler on the show, not once, yeah. but twice. Yeah. That's and pretty he said, damn and he just like, like talks to Kevin. Like he just he said just, my like, name, like, Kevin, yeah. Yeah. Kevin, yeah. like oh, Kevin? shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you almost freeze? <laughs> I panic so hard. I don't look like I'm panicking in there. Like I have to have questions on like little post-it notes, like ready sure. to go in case yeah. I'm like, oh shit, what did, oh, oh yeah, okay, I got something. So yeah, it was he's That's the man. Fun. He's the he best. Really man. Cool. We'll we'll definitely check back in with him and run it back. Uh, but now it is time to go on to the next segment. It is fan focus. Mm, this is what a good fan? one. Ooh. This okay. is a good one. We mentioned this All right. a few weeks ago. There's somebody. That was at the draft and did something. Oh. Made a real sassy comment. That real was a real sassy oh. kind of, comment, but kind of a kind of a little Easter egg too, as well, Ooh. in line with the schedule release. Yeah, because I have friends that are Chiefs fans. I I, I said no family idea. trust respect. They had no idea. Yeah. So this this is, this is so good. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. All right, guys, we're back with another fan focus, and we are super pumped to have Christine from Las Vegas. What is going on, Christine? Hello, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is, an, this is a, we kind of teased this on a few episodes ago that we may or may not have this person on. She did something very unique at the NFL draft. Before we get there, we want to find out, Christine, how did you become a Charger fan? Well, uh, my dad, he's... Um... He's a Rams fan. Boo. Anyway, um, he's a Rams fan. He always goes to games and stuff. And when I was little, I was about nine. And he he actually really liked San Diego. So he would go down there. And I asked him to bring me back something. He brought me back a junior sale pennant. And I was like, I'm going to make this my team. Awesome. So just to be different. And then I didn't really get into... Oops, sorry. My earbud fell off. I didn't really get into watching Chargers football until like 2012 when I had a job where everybody was like sports fans. And I was like, okay, well I was at work and started watching games, but I, even my high school, we were the chargers as well. So, you know, I thought that was pretty neat, to, but our logo was a Broncos logo before I knew anything about rivalries. I'm like, ew, gross. Now when I go back and think about it. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a cool logo back in the day where it was like those chargers were like giant freaking horses that like don't exist oh, yeah. anymore. Like that's pretty, that's pretty metal. I'm kind of, I kind of dig that. Yeah. So I just been doing that. And, you know, I had the junior say I'll pin it and I'd always like, look, if I'm scrolling through TV and I see charger scores, I'm like, yay, the chargers won. So I completely missed all their like really good years, but you know, 2012 is where I started and every year I just, you know, gotten the fandom has gotten bigger. Let's back up a little bit now draft. You were fortunate enough to go announce one of our picks and what, did you say when you announced our pick? Okay. So when I found out I was going to announce it, I was just, you know, just thinking about what I was going to say. And on night two, I don't remember his name, but this, uh, he's, uh, he's in another diehard bolt club group. I'm pretty sure, or it was bolt pride, but either way on the back of his shirt, he had family trust respect. And I was like, 
okay, I got to incorporate that in, yeah. in the thing because it's family friendly. You know, sure. I'm not going to say a bad word. And only us Chargers fans know what it is. So I was so nervous, but it's so funny that I am way more nervous for this podcast than I am. Going <laughs> no way. It's impossible. That was, you were like nerves. You were so cool, calm and collected when you said it. I was like that it takes serious balls to do that. And very was, impressive. Thank you. It was just, you know, I've walked out on stage and all I saw, because it was really bright outside. And so, and really all I focused on was our little, little bitty charger section. And so I just, I just kind of just stared out and did my thing and went for it. Oh, <laughs> it, was awesome. it was great. It'll it was go, really awesome. It'll go down in history because that was epic. We had a lot of fun with that. And it was it was a later round too. So it was kind of like, yay, it's it's not like round the first night. So when you did that, I was like, okay, I'm like round one energy again. Let's go. <laughs> I'm glad I brought that. Yeah, so. it was it was amazing. So yeah, so you're in Vegas. Yes. You're around, a, I'm sure, a lot of, you know, family trust respects. Um, what's it like being a Charger fan out in Vegas? Um, you know, sometimes I always get the, you know, oh, you got the no rings kind of thing, running into the Raider fans. Uh, but, you know, we got uh, Las Vegas is a melting pot, kind of like it's a little mini L.A. as it's turning into. So there's fans of other teams here. And, you know, I actually see a lot of Cowboy fans, and which I think are the you know, the Raiders of the NFC, <laughs> you yeah, know, they're meant for each other. They talk about all their, all their, Oh, we're going to do it. We have so many rings. Yeah. You guys were dominant in the eighties and nineties, but look at you now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although, although I think the Cowboys are still, you know, a little better off than yeah. the Raiders are, but you know, it's always fun to hate on the Raiders too. It's like a pastime for us. It's just really one of the things I really enjoy. It's a hobby to just not like the Raiders. It's just something that's in me now. Yes. I even like, bef even before, you know, and I always kind of, you know, when the chargers were leaving, kind of hoping maybe they could come out here. They, they could probably pull it off. There are, there are quite a bit of charger fans in Vegas and uh, we just, you know, got to get a hold of them so we can somehow yeah. unite. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And uh, we're trying to build, I'm, cause I'm in diehard bolt club and we're trying to build up our chapter too. We just had like, five people join in we're trying to do it little by little but there are a lot of us out here nobody realizes it that's they could have awesome. made it i, I think they could have yeah. made it out here that's awesome and there's so many like new diehard bolt club chapters opening up all over the country and they're all, all over the world so it's it's a really cool organization i wish you nothing but luck building your building your crew out yeah, there I'm wearing, I'm wearing my shirt right now looking good shirt. looking sharp <laughs> uh, well christine thank you so much for your time it was awesome meeting the legend um that uh <laughs> i will always remember that so it was a pleasure meeting you christine and we should definitely uh head it up at a, at a game and throw them back yes i am a season ticket holder and i do go i try to go to most of the games so Hopefully, I can see you down there. Let's do it. Or right, I'm well, down at Thunder Alley always. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. Got to go there. It's a, it's essential. Um, so yeah. thank thank you so much, Christine. We really appreciate your time. All right, thank you so much. Say it with me, folks. Family, family, trust, respect. respect. <laughs> that was awesome, Christine. Yeah. That really was just like you see people go up to the to the podium and. Some people, they just go up, they read the name. Some people don't even have like fans go up. It's just, uh, who was that lady? She was like, you know, executive of something of NFL, you know, operations or something like that. And it's like, yeah, that's not fun. 
You're someone just didn't going, show up. Yeah, yeah, someone didn't show up. Somebody and didn't send RSVP. the lady out. Send the lady out. <laughs> get her back out there. But you came out and you brought an energy, and it was a perfect energy for a draft in Vegas yeah. to remind everybody family, trust, respect. That that really will and be memorable. Just in case someone listening doesn't know what family, trust, respect is, what is it, Kevin? Oh, I'd be happy <laughs> to let you know. It is um. F- the Raiders. There you go. That's right. So if you're in a family-friendly setting and you don't want to say fuck the Raiders, family, just say family trust, trust respect. respect. Yep. Same thing. Works and the same. And those that know, they'll know. They know. Oh, they'll know. Oh, they will. <laughs> All right. Well, Christine, again, thank you for coming on and chatting with Kevin. I can't believe that that was more intense than actually going up on stage <laughs> yeah. in front of yeah. thousands no of people no on way. TV where everybody could hear you. Yeah. But uh, but we appreciate it. And, and great to get that. She's our first diehard bolt club Vegas, interview yeah. after after joining the diehard bolt club so gets awesome. the stamp of approval there you go so if if there's ever a charger chat trivia we'll all know we'll all know <laughs> who was the first Vegas. um all right gang well now it's time to go on to the next segment it is ask bolt fam let's yeah. go now <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is <laughs> guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Clean you, boy. That's right, folks. It's time for Ask Bolt Fam, and we started off with Tom T's Burner, who asked the question. Uh, well, I forgot my question, man. I mean, I love you guys, okay? <laughs> Go Isaiah Spiller. Fuck the Raiders. Okay, love you. Bye. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Well, thank all right. you, Tom T's Burner. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Just try to get a question in there next time, man. I mean, no, no pressure, it. man. No like, if pressure. you don't have one, it's okay. You I like, do you, man. I like the little Isaiah Spiller throw, though. Yeah. It's sure. kind of a, yeah. a nod, excitement to the draft. So that's cool. Let's go, yeah. Isaiah. I, I like seeing the excitement around. This guy who I think, you know, initially not everybody was really on board with it or at least didn't see the the hype around it. But I think as time goes on, as it normally does, and we don't have our knee-jerk reactions of like, what the f***? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, no, I think this might work out. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. Go Isaiah Spiller. So, Tom T's burner, thank you for asking no question. Let's move it on now to Kermit the Glizzy Gulper. Hey! Who asked the question? What's up, motherfuckers? Uh, was at work day dreaming about Jay Herbo and thought of a question. Isn't it crazy to you guys that the reason we got to see slash keep Justin is because our doctor stabbed Tyrod? <laughs> no hate towards them. I just think it's wild and may have been destiny. Where do you guys think uh, we'd be if it had not happened and Justin never had his rookie season? K, love you. Bye. Sharon. <laughs> Sharon. I'm on the charge chip. <laughs> um, this is a wild question. I, this is. is this is a another one of those DeLoreans. Let's hop back in and see the alternate yeah. timeline universe yeah. where Justin doesn't come out and or just be a Tyrod has a great season, right? What Tyrod came out one week one. He they got a dub in week one. Didn't play great, but they got a victory. Right. What if he goes and takes him to a 500 or nine and back then it was 16 game season. So what if he takes him to a right. nine and seven? season and it's like yeah you just don't know and then maybe you, we're not at the place where we're going all in right now this offseason we already are. because 
You know, it's like you're not going to go pick up, um, trade for Khalil and pick up JC Jackson right, and do yeah. some of these moves if you don't have a two year guy that you're really, really already fully committed to. If right. they went nine and seven, Anthony Lynn would still be this coach. Right. That's we wouldn't, we wouldn't yeah. have Brandon Staley. So, like, the series of events was so meant to be to land Justin to, and Justin to become a staple this quickly and then to, to usher in the, the Staley era. They were just all needed to happen at this exact way. And it all started with a minor assault, you know? <laughs> it really did. Well, it was just an errant uh, shot. And, yeah, and absolutely no, no hate towards uh, Tyrod, but, man, if it, if it didn't go down that way... Where would we be? I mean, there's there's just no way to say how the future would have gone. But yeah, there. I mean, obviously, like the records wouldn't be as broken as they were right now. No, um, the 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 endorsements and yeah, even just the hiring of Staley would have been would have been huge. So, um, all excellent points, uh, Kermit the Glizzy Gulper. Thank you for asking the Such question. Such a good name. All right. Well, now let's move it on to Michael Perez, who asked the question. I love, I say, I love the Charger Chat podcast so much that I can't, I say, I can't get enough of it. I love being on Fan Focus with Kevin several months ago. It was such a blast and a highlight of my year. Uh, So to pass uh, the time in between episodes, I say I found an inventive way of reliving Tuesday's show. If you haven't tried this yet, I go back and I play the Ask Bolt Fam segment I play the question at full speed, and then I say I play the response at half speed, so you guys sound like you're drunk off your ass. <laughs> it's hilarious, and I bust a gut every time I listen. I say, with the that being said, my question is, can you remember when was the last time, I say, the last time you guys got shit-faced drunk during or after a charge of game? Again, I say I love you guys, and I hope to bump into you guys this season at SoFi. I say, fuck the Raiders. K, love you. Bye, Michael in Riverside. Michael. Michael. What a fun concept. You play us back in slow motion and we sound <laughs> right. hammered. I never thought of changing the like the speed of listening. That's going to sound a we- real weird slowed down. All right. Uh, well, Let's focus on the question, but that is funny. I, that is a creative way to re-listen. Um, can you remember when was the last time you guys got shit-faced drunk during or after a Charger game? It was after that Cowboy game. Back at your house. We got back to the house and podcasted, and then just mm. the wheels came off. The wheels did kind of come off a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was well, a wild, <laughs> wild evening. Bulldog also started the day with a shotgun. At I like did 9 start that was a long day of drinking. Lots of drinks day. at uh, Thunder Alley, and that was the most painful game of my life. My head was just like, ah, like <laughs> something was trying to crawl out of it, but uh, but we made it through pretty pretty safely. So uh, let's do it again next year, huh? The next season, let's, <laughs> let's make go it for it. Run it back. Let's run it back. Run it back. All right, Michael Perez, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson, Gavin. who asked the question. What was your favorite part about the schedule release video? Hoo-ha! I love all the tweets that other fans and players uh, from different teams were giving us. Just shows how amazing our social media team is. Bolt up. Can't love you. Bye. Hoo-ha! Good one. All right. I'm going to go back and look through these. Uh, 
Mine is still the Urban Meyer at the bar. Yeah. There's just nothing better than him with the Jaguar head on. And then in the screen behind it, it's Philip Rivers with that 90 yard touchdown. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the TV behind Dude, it. That's so him. So many little gems in Holy this thing. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. The Urban Meyer is such a good shot. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's like, who are you going to offend? Because, yeah, like their <laughs> fans aren't upset Jaguars about it. Yeah. The only one you're offending is Urban Meyer. And exactly. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we did not pick him as our head coach. I know. Oh, my God. God that I was... mean, talk about like the whole Tyrod Taylor thing. I mean, what if we got a different coach outside of Brandon Staley? Like he's just kicking people. Yeah. Every everything oh, is just coming together. That's like officially going to like a lawsuit. I think. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Lambo Lambo is doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yikes! Big deal. It's a big deal. So yeah, it's hard. It's hard to top the Jaguars, man. I mean, obviously, family trust, respect on the Raiders, all that stuff. That's yeah. I love that. I love how they did the first one of them like in on a ship and they look like pirates, yeah. and the second one they're like a ship in, in a, a bottle, bottle in a trash can in a dumpster yeah that's so good <laughs> like that was a setup and payoff if i've ever seen one yeah all all the shots fired were great shots like there's nobody that's going like hey guys maybe you went a bit blow. too far too yeah. far no everybody was like that's great that's genius that's that's perfect so yeah um all right well there you go gavin gibson thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to leo who asked the question well, that schedule release was epic as usual. This was a big W once again for Charger Social Media. How many Easter eggs did you guys find in the release? And now knowing the schedule, what do you guys think will be the pivotal game outside of division games this season? As usual, FTR, Mascara Car will be a crybaby again. Kill of you, bye. Um, all right. Well, we've kind of talked about the Easter eggs, but as far as like pivotal, oh, in that Atlanta, I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through these again. That Atlanta 28% off three waffles or more. Oh man. (laughs) Oh, that's a kick in the junk. That's tough. Um, (laughs) I do like, I do like the week 11 with the Andy Reid with like the really tiny little chief hat on his head and the, and the cheeseburger. (laughs) You know, I didn't realize how small that it is. So tiny. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty damn. Funny. Some good stuff right there. Um, but pivotal games outside of division games. That Forty uh, er game feels like a big one right there, smack dab in the middle. Sure. Um, yeah. Going on the road, obviously against. That's not an AFC opponent, so I guess it's not as big and crucial. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I feel like we have a pretty favorable schedule at the beginning of the year with the Jaguars and the Texans and the Browns. Um, well, the Browns, who knows? That's a wild, that That's is a, a wild mark, card yeah. of the game with Deshaun Watson and the reload that they've had over there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd hate to say a pivotal game is at the end. Um, but that Colts Rams final, like Broncos yeah, to end two. the season. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't know. They're all, What's a not pivotal game? It comes I, down to one game usually. I think mm-hmm. there's a big one. It's not it's not easy because the team's not very good, but I think it's pivotal in how our schedule shakes out in the beginning where we have the Raiders, then we have Thursday night football, and then we have a right after that you have to get back on the horse and go play, you know, the Jaguars. You're the playing Jaguars, yeah. basically a team that is not quite at the level of what those t- those first two teams are. 
So if they're not going to play, we're going to find out pretty quick if they're going feels to like a trap game. Play to their if they're going to play mm-hmm. to their opponent. Be, yeah. Yeah. That it yeah. feels to me if they can go in there and smash the Jaguars, this is going to feel like a different Charger team, and mm-hmm. hopefully come out of that three, you know, three and zero to start like that. That's just one of those games where it's just like there's a pretty big drop off in talent from those first two teams to where this is. And if we can stay consistent and keep our foot on the gas, I think that's going to be a pivotal game. Yeah, I can get behind that for sure. All right. Well, there you go, Leo. Thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Super Bowl's champs. Who asked the question? What's up, guys? Uh, maybe kind of oily, but uh, what would be a surprise cut for the charges during roster trimming? And what player you see making a big improvement for the upcoming season? As always, stay bolted. Gay love you. Bye. All right. Surprise cuts. Yeah, it's kind of tough to jump the gun this early. And I mean, if it's a surprise, like there's nobody on the team right now that's like, oh, man, if we cut him, we'll save like 20 <laughs> yeah, million yeah. in the, cap yeah, space the, or something like that. The trimming like that. for money, that's gone. That, yeah. that, that ship has sailed. Yeah. So I think it's just a running back room. I think whatever yeah. it's going to be just, I don't know if it's going to be shocking, but it'll be. That's where I think that the cut's going to come of a guy that we've had on the team for a couple of seasons. Sure. That's yeah. not going to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's probably my, my guess is probably Kelly. I think that's kind of where, where it's going to land, you know? Yeah. It that's, could my, be Kelly. That's, my, that's my guess. That's just my guess. Seeing it could be. What, and he was a draft roster. pick only three years ago. So, right. Yeah. That would be kind of shocking, actually, because he was a pretty, I think he was a fourth round pick. Wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't uh, that late. It was, it was a fairly early, it was kind of where, um, Spiller, uh, Spiller, Spiller was picked, yeah. so um, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, there's no area that's like bloated. I mean, well, there's quite a few defensive backs and safeties, but we know that Brandon Staley loves those guys. I don't think they're going to see any surprise yeah. cuts there. Maybe like a Tavon Campbell because he's he he's played a lot in the right. recent years. Yeah, uh, but they have reloaded so hard in that secondary, and he was right. kind of a utility player for us. Um, so maybe a Tavon Campbell, but again, it's not like. Holy cow, shocking news. Right. Yeah, you'd be like, that makes sense. Um, yeah. And same thing with like the defensive line. I think there's a there's a few guys up there that we love, but might not, you know, fit on that roster. Yeah. Um, I think the roster, the way it shook out, that there wasn't big cuts. It was just the the guys we didn't bring back. Right. The guys whose contracts ended this year and we decided not to bring back. Mm-hmm. Like the Justin Joneses and the Abushis and the Limballs. Though that's where those like whole shocking decisions were made and mm-hmm. um, we obviously reloaded quite a bit but i don't i don't think there's going to be any big time shocking cuts that that are right. coming all right well there you go super bolts champs thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to house of hain oh, who see. asked the question well i'll say i'm back i'll say i say i know you will talk about the anime intro it's the fucking best ever i'll say uh my question is i'll say i'll say are you guys loving the shit show that is the Raiders? Oh boy, it makes my day. I can't wait for the season to start. Can't love you. Bye. Fuck the Raiders as always. Yeah. yeah more drama coming from the Raider front. Well, yeah, it started with the surprise firing of like the president of their organization. Yeah. And it was like, nobody knew the reason why it just kind of came out of left field that, you know, the Raiders tweeted like he's not part of the organization anymore. And now he's kind of telling more of the story as like, yeah, it was kind of a retaliation firing um, based on some of the shit that's going on behind the scenes at the Raiders. I mean, there was, I mean, the biggest (laughs) like head scratcher was like, 
the unpaid electrical bills and lights were getting yeah. shut off and stuff like that. So they're saying like their accounting is like so old school. It's all like file cabinets and shit. Oh, they don't Jesus. even use computers. It's just like nice. the, the whole idea is just so f- silly to me. And there's some like I think some like le- legitimately sh- crappy allegations that oh yeah, you know, there's some stuff coming from the higher ups that are making it a not safe workplace. So yeah, mm. I'm not surprised. Are you surprised? No, I mean, that, it, it, that's the culture. It's, a, it's yeah, an unsafe exactly. workspace to go to a game with Raider fans. It's yeah. an unsafe workspace to work for the Raiders. It's just, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck Devonte Adams, but uh house of pain, like, you know, okay, I have pain. a question. You yeah. know how like there's new charger fans constantly. I feel like we're getting people that are coming on board because of, Justin Herbert, because yes. of the coaching staff, because yes. we're in LA, whatever it may be. Anime. Is anyone becoming a Raider fan? Like, is that a thing at all? <laughs> what What would the draw be? I uh, I bet you the only draw is family. I bet you it's just like, well, my dad's a Raider fan, so I guess I am too. That's got to be the only thing. That's right? you could I, say, I think that's the only thing. You could say Devontae Adams, but not really. I don't think you're like running to the Raiders because of Devonte Adams. Not even in Devonte Adams' family. They're no, just like, they're like we're gonna stay Packer fans. We'll be Packer just fans, shirts yeah. of his face, no like team logos or <laughs> yeah. anything. It's just Devonte's face on their shirts and just swag. a jersey swap with no team on it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> just the blandest jersey they could find. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I can't, that, I think that's a great point, Kyle. That, that like yeah, there's nobody that's going like hmm. If I had to pick a team, hmm. I could go with, you know, the good guys or yeah. I could go with the assholes. I'm going to go with the assholes. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So great point, uh, House of Hain. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bollywood Herbert, who asked the question. Have you seen this picture of Herbert? Which player will have Cars Mascara running down his face further in anticipation for week one? Mac or Herbert? All right. Well, first of all, this oh. is the picture. And yeah, Justin looking pretty thick right now. Dude, he looks <laughs> jacked out of his mind. Holy yeah. crap. Is that like a filter or the angle of the shot? What is this? I don't know, but uh, he's looking great. <laughs> Dude, he looks say. so jacked right now. Like his he's shoulders are out with, huge. He's been hanging out with Jamal Davis a little bit too much this offseason. <laughs> yeah. They signed the freak from Canada and Thorough he's got bread. a new protein, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's looking very jacked. <laughs> no, Gabe Neighbors is doubling down on the protein. He's like, well, oh, yeah, shoot. I think he's like, I'm going to get be- cut. I got to get this guy just turned into a freak. Full-time protein fairy. He's looking to Um, possibly become a a nutritionist for him after he's not, if he doesn't make the Charger roster. Yeah. Because he's looking so jacked. And you just forget that he's like six, six and a half. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the guy, I'm sure this guy he's with is like six foot tall. He just looks like he's like five, eight. He just looks like a child. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. I love it. All right. And as far as the question, uh, who, who, which player will have Carson mascara running down his face further in anticipation for week one, Khalil Mack or Justin Herbert? I think he starts uh, crying in the week leading up to the game. He's just going to watch film and he's just going to start crying. So it'll kind of depend on, you know, what, well, and what there's like a, there's a fear of not knowing what to expect. Oh, you know, so much that's trouble. true. Yeah. There's, there's, there's just so many different pieces on the Chargers oh. defense and, another whole nother year of us getting comfortable. Where's Derwin James even going to line up? 
how does he throw to Devonte if JC's mm-hmm. just locking him down? Yeah, there's a lot of fear, a lot of fear, a lot of fear. <laughs> and remember, I was saying like I'm really excited to find out who their first opponent is, just because they are. They're, you are not going to know what this team is going to be, right. and they're going to hit you in the mouth. They're going to hit you in the mouth at home at SoFi. Yeah, so I'm just seeing like that. the five, you know, five yards before he makes contact, he's going to curl up in like a little ball again. Uh, yeah, and we'll have a couple of curl up moments for sure. <laughs> What's the position. over under on his curl ups on his fetal positions? <laughs> yeah, how many I'd times? Say five, five. Ooh, five. I'll take the over. Yeah, I'll take the over on that easily. I think he's getting got- sacked five times this first game. We're going to get five sacks to start this thing. That would be insane. That would be awesome. <laughs> Two and a half to both guys. I love it. Um, All right. Well, there you go, Bollywood Herbert. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mario Vences, who asked the question. First of all, you know, the Raiders. So, so glad we got the revenge game uh, week one. Uh, Will Rivers retire that day as a a charger? I mean, you know, which games are you guys uh, most excited uh, to see? And, uh, which do you plan to attend? Uh, shout out to the Chargers social media team on the amazing anime vid. You know, FTR, Kayla, love you, bye. Yeah, the Raiders game first off. This, but it, if you think about it, man, we're in Raiders week right now. We're in yep. Raiders month. We're in Raiders yep. quarter year right now. Like we are. So you're just skipping over preseason. I was going to say. I don't count no those. We're in Raider week right oh, now. I don't count those. I don't, I don't count, count them. them. They, they don't. Nothing. They don't. <laughs> they no. might as well not happen. I refuse to watch. We're them. in Raider <laughs> quarter year right now. Okay. okay. Raider prep. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I've seen uh, people make mention that September 11th, which is the day that that game will happen. Uh, was Philip Rivers' first game was on a September 11th, so it oh, would wow. just be that like that beautiful harmony of like, oh yes, let's put the Rivers retire, retire the number, have it be a big celebration for that day for that week would one be cool. against a division rival like the Raiders. Um, it would be it would be a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, I think, man, if he, if we can just get Phil to admit that he's done, yeah, he's not, <laughs> not ready. <laughs> I don't know if he if he'll admit it, but uh, if he can make that happen, then yeah, I think that would be that. Would you be guys, it. you guys see Tom Brady's three hundred and seventy five million dollar contract to go talk about football. Yeah, what is he still it's doing insane. on the field, dude? What, Just go. What I would, I would that much money. <laughs> it's more than he made playing the game. Yeah, yeah, and I was just going to talk about it. Pay Philip Rivers a quarter of that because oh, Phil be, would be fun to listen to. It'll be oh, for so sure. entertaining. It would be just hearing his daggums and gollies and like just and the, you can Colin imagine plays. him as he's a coach. Yeah, he's he was a player for however long, a gajillion years. Right, he's got the best like attitude and personality. But I don't. Tom Brady is a dud. I'm not going to listen to that guy talk about football. No, I couldn't care less. No. Yeah. So it's I don't that just blows my mind. Pay make Philip Rivers that guy. Yeah, please, please, and thank you. Retires. Maybe he might not want to, but I mean, yeah, that might be not his bag. I I don't know, man. I, I always go back to that post game. I don't I don't remember the game, but he was like, it was cold. He had a big jacket on. He was joining the other guys at the table, and man, he was hyped up. And bring that kind of energy to every yeah. single Sunday game or with prime the bolo time game tie. with come the on. bolo freaking tie. Come on, come on, amen. The money just makes retire, itself. Phil. Come on, yeah. Um, and as far as the most excited game to see, like it's hard. Yeah, yeah, week one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I li- all the division 
uh, the AFC West games are just, I just, they're so stressful because they're going to be so important they are. and they're going to be so competitive. They're going to uh, be yeah. competitive. Well, they're always competitive, even if the team's with Drew Locke. It's still competitive. But even more time. now, it's gone to yeah. like a next level. Yeah. 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 Um, so, and then games we're trying to go to. We we haven't sat down to figure out our schedule yet, but we do have season tickets. So we're, oh, yes. We're going to do our best. Be it a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do it. We'll let you know. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll let everybody know. Um, but Mario, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Chris M., who asked the question. Given that the Chargers will be so far ahead by halftime in every game that they will be running the ball on almost every play in the second half, do you guys think Justin Herbert's passing yard stat will decline significantly this year? Caleb, you bye. I think this is an interesting observation that like, if, if the Chargers come out and are as powerful as we all hope and wish for them to be in the first half and the second half is just running down the clock, is Justin Herbert's stats going to take a hit? I think there might be a correlation between him not having the same year he did last year, but us winning more games. Mm-hmm. I think I think there is a correlation there. Like I'd love to see him throw five thousand yards, but if he hits the forty something mark, but we're winning all of our games because we're fourth quarter running the football, or we're just more effective at running the football in general. Right, that too. Yeah, I I want him to have the best numbers of any quarterback in the league, but I also want to win a Super Bowl. So. Yeah, this, it's an interesting point. It would be a nice problem to have. I just, oh yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited about our roster, and I think it's the best roster we've had in a really, really long time. Yeah, but it's we're not going to be blowing teams out by 30 every week. You know, like maybe even if it's every a, other if, week. Yeah, <laughs> once a month. Guys <laughs> are insane. <laughs> You're setting the bar so astronomically in That's outer what space we do. right now. We're shamelessly positive. I can't. I'm help shamelessly it. Get ready positive for takeoff, well. baby. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Buckle your seatbelt, motherfucker. <laughs> um, I, th- I think that's a good point, Kev, as far as like if if the running back room can step up and we are effective at running the ball, then yeah, there could be at least that kind of decline. I feel like there was a lot of instances where Justin Herbert had to throw the ball because we just couldn't get the run game going and that kind of might have boosted his stats a little bit. Yeah, but at the end of the day, we're Charger fans. We're not Justin Herbert fans, right? So as long as can we're we winning football games. That's what I was <laughs> well, going to ask. No, <laughs> you, get so you guys are just so stupid sometimes. God, can't we be both? You're like, we're gonna be at my fifty points every game, and my point is, right. we want to win football games regardless of if it's Herbert throwing for four hundred yards a game, right, or running the ball. So it's not, can't even talk anyway. <laughs> Go ahead, somebody else. <laughs> Finish up this <laughs> review. It's a, it's Kyle, Kyle put it best. It's a good problem to have. So, Chris M., thank you for asking the question. I love Let's your move, positivity, brother. Love it. Let's move on now to Live for the Day for who asked the question. Is Herbert dating Taylor Biscotti? And if the answer <laughs> is yes, we need to make sure he keeps his mind on this season and not her ass. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Keep your eyes on the prize, Justin. <laughs> Jesus. Uh I gotta look at who this is. Uh, I feel I like this is I either. feel like there's been I know, right? Like, okay, folks. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> we follow football. A super hot blonde <laughs> yeah. NFL commentator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She I could see it. 
I oh absolutely could see it. I I think Justin has been very good at keeping work and personal life separated. It never never the two shall meet. And <laughs> we're uh, acting like he's like a seventeen year old boy in high school. I know, right? <laughs> like, we got state championship this season. We should get it. We got to stay focused. Right? You know? hey, it's like <laughs> maintain he's a grown, that energy guy. <laughs> he's a grown man. Yeah. Most people in the NFL have wives and families yeah, that exactly. could be a distraction. Exactly. So he, I took, I I think he must have That's taken really a vow of celibacy because he's just getting better every year. And you know what <laughs> yeah. happens if you know what I'm saying. Do you think that You're focused. Um, Justin Herbert? <laughs> you think Justin Herbert has like a chastity belt on? I think. I think. I think Phil reached out to <laughs> him and be like, "Hey, dude, I did it wrong." I didn't focus. I had too many kids and I couldn't focus on football. Keep it in your pants. Never won a Super Bowl because I had too many kids. I had too many kids. (laughs) I can go. I was about to go somewhere. I can't go there. That's too much. It's all right. Yeah. He's like uh, the football monk of the NFL. Oh, (laughs) football. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, see, he's he's allowed to, but uh, I'm sure he's got his eyes. Maybe it'll help. Who knows? And maybe it'll help. Did you ever think about that? <laughs> I will right. say if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. So exactly. Whatever, stay whatever he's alone doing, forever if you're alone course. at the moment. Yeah. You got, yeah, you got yeah. Gabe Neighbors. Screw, you're screw fine. you and your happiness and personal life. We want football dubs. <laughs> dubs. Justin. We've so selfish. <laughs> yeah. Stay in the weight room. You look great. Yes. All right. Live for the day for Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Michael Haas, who asked the question. Shiver me timbers, men of the Charger chat. Just wondering why everyone is saying Pipkins will probably be the guy to fill our need at right tackle this season if we don't pick up a free agent to take the job. If that's true, then why did Norton start for us most of last season? Yet, based on what they are saying about Pipkins moving forward towards next season, you would think Pipkins would have started for us last season if he was better than Norton was. If there's something going on that we need to know that we don't know, is there? Anyways, I'll get back to my pillaging and let you all explain why that didn't happen last season with Norton starting and stinking like he did. Love you, bye. (sighs) It's the hype. He there was one tweet that came out that said he was working with Duke. Is it Merriweather? Merriweather, and he yeah. was he was looking great, like a blow up, like huge season. Yeah. I, improvement. Yeah. I saw one good game from Pipkins. That is not enough for me. I have seen way way too many bad games from Pipkins compared to Storm Norton. Storm mm-hmm. Norton hasn't played like a top t- uh, right tackle in the league, but he still had more consistent games than Pipkins has had. So mm-hmm. at this point, I, I think it's very easy to say Storm Norton's still the right tackle. Mm-hmm. I think until Storm loses the job, he's the guy. Exactly. I mean, he had yeah, he had a bad game against Oakland, and that's what's in that's all the it's the last one we watched. Us remember, yeah, that's just right. on our our mind right now. Right. Uh, but he did not play garbage the entire season. If he did, he wouldn't have been there the whole time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, the fact that we didn't address it, coach is very confident in what we have there. So. Um, I I think it'll be Storm to start the year, but then uh, yeah, obviously if he's not playing well, toss Pipkins in and see if this offensive line guru really did his thing. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Even last year during the preseason, Pipkins was showing some not good tendencies as far as some of the playmaking, and that was a preseason game. 
So we all hated Pipkins for so much. He has one game, and now we're like, I'm not. He's a Pro Bowler. Get him in there I'm, right now. I'm not into that at all. I I've watched so many games where he was so bad, like just so bad, like getting like getting free Olay. shots on the quarterback. Like it, yeah. it it was not. I could not put those two in the same level. Storm Norton and Trey Pipkins. Pipkins right. got to play a lot of a season and be very good. Um, and I don't think he's going to get that opportunity because Storm Storm did good last year. He had a bad last game. And like you said, Kyle, that's what everyone remembers. Right. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, it's it's all hype, you know, It's and it's all from that one tweet. But it comes from a reputable guy. I mean, that's the guy that worked with Rashawn Slater, and we saw what good Rashawn Slater did last season. So... We'll, we'll, we'll wait. We'll, we'll curb our, and we'll cheer for any guy that's got the charger bolt on there. If they're, yeah. if they're out on the field, I'm cheering for them and I want them to do their best. So if it happens to be Trey Pipkins, I'm rooting for him. So Michael Haas, thank you for asking the question. And we go out of ask bolt fam with Gruder McBolt. Yes. Who asked the question? If you had one physical attribute from a football player, what would it be? Speed, strength, agility, or endurance? And why does 7-Eleven have locks on their doors if they're open 24-7, 365? <laughs> Just a friendly PSA. Don't go watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness on shrooms. <laughs> From experience, you know. Okay, love you, boy. All right, so if you had to pick one attribute, speed, strength, agility, or endurance, what would you pick? Just for, like, me to live my normal life. Yeah, with it's one of these like things. If you had to pick a superpower, you know, if oh, you strength. had to, yeah. strength, I'd say strength, strength, strength. too. Yeah, hundred percent strength. Yeah, so then that's I can defend cooler. my defend my family better too, and that's what yeah. really all I'm all I really need to do. Yeah, mm. I don't need I don't need to be fast or have a lot of endurance or agile. Just give me some strength. I'll stand in one spot and duke it out. It'll be good for week <laughs> one um, at SoFi against the Raiders. All right. Yeah, it's hard to argue against against strength. I think that's that's the move. Um, yeah, why does 7-Eleven have locks on their doors if they're open 24-7, 365? That's a good question. I I don't go to 7-Eleven well, that often, but I... I thought 7-Eleven was open from 7 to 11. <laughs> <laughs> My dad calls it 7 to 11. <laughs> that's fact. I, well, you know... <laughs> We'll have to look into did not it. know they is, were open 24-7. Is 7-Eleven open 24 hours? I mean, I'm sure Gruder's been there after hours. I yeah. just, I didn't, I didn't know that. But, and if there it is, maybe it is. the locks It's are... open 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, Dave, for teaching us it's been open 7 to 11 for years and years. <laughs> Missed out on some snack, late All night leading snacks. up to this maybe, one moment on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> maybe back like in the jerks. day, maybe back in the day, it used to be seven to eleven. It might have been. That's why they have locks. Yeah, it might have been. Just think of all might. the snacks we could have had mm. at or midnight. When <laughs> the guy has to go. Um, he has to take care of business in the bathroom. He's got to lock up. So sure. No yeah. Can't no just watch the door open. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's multiple reasons, Gruder. Just got to think about it and stop taking shrooms when you're going to the movie theater. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds so dangerous. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Gruder McBolt. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Ask Bolt Fam. We really appreciate it. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Any final thoughts or Bolt predictions, gentlemen? Super pumped to be a diehard Bolt Club member. Yes. Yeah, Let's really go. Cool. Game on, Love baby. It. Love it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up. 
because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, you. How'd you like that Charger schedule release video? Pretty awesome, right? Do you find yourself now interested in anime but don't know where to start? Need someone to break it down for you? Then come to Joey Bosa's House of Anime. Our friendly staff is here to help find the right anime for you. Sign up today and we'll get you set up with an anime tailored to your preferences. Joey Bosa's House of Anime. If we don't praise the sun, you get a free tea bag of your choice. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.